0: All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, episode 82. We're affiliated with Big Cat Country and sponsored by Brewer's Pizza, Orange Park and Clay County's only brew pub. This is Corey. Hey guys, what's up? It's Derek. Hey, what's up guys? It's JK3. We're back after a little holiday hiatus, uh, right before the Jaguars-Bills home playoff game. First playoff game since the 99 season, I think technically 2000. Um, And we're excited because it's going to gonna be snowing i mean it's snowing right now we're doing snow angels the weather's just crazy what do you guys think about
1: all that darn snow man you can take that somewhere sorry (laughs) yeah
2: it was uh today was today was very interesting working from home and and i had up one of the news channels and it was like you would have thought (laughs) i heard something something tragic was gonna happen like the guy was at the convenience store like yeah they they still have bread and they still have (laughs) coffee and hot cocoa it's like it's is a, a Wednesday, and it's just really
0: cold outside. I don't think we're going to be running out of bread <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or water. <laughs> One of the news stations was like, if you need to leave your home, here are some shelters. And I'm like, what in the, like, what? That doesn't, but um, I was kind of worried because I, I didn't know if maybe the Bills were going to have a home field advantage with this uh, crazy winter weather. But I guess most of this stuff, and I'm kidding, but most of that's supposed to calm down by game time, I think. Yeah. It's supposed to get some warmer weather in here. Not sure if it's going to be
1: sunny and bright. Well, it's supposed to be warmer. Uh, what's what's it looking like Sunday? If
0: 59, you know, cloudy, that's not bad. We'll take it. Yeah. Well, um, you guys actually, we posted this on Twitter. You guys were just on the Buffalo Bills podcast Rockpile Report and it's a really good listen. So if you guys haven't checked it out already, uh, there's a link on our Twitter page, and I'm going to put it in the podcast description too. Um, it's essentially a uh, Bills fan podcast by season ticket holders, <laughs> which you'll see you'll find is uh, definitely the case. And I think if you skip over to 48 minutes in, is when the um, the podcast starts with uh, JK3 and Derek talking about the game coming up and some other fun stuff. I thought it's a really good podcast. Actually, they do a good job. Uh, do you guys have any insights from the podcast or behind the scenes uh takes you'd like to share
2: um drew drew and chris man those are some cool guys um if, if bill's mafia is anything like those two guys i think drew um smashed like nine beers in 45 <laughs> minutes so <laughs> that was that was very impressive and uh derek also pointed out something really cool is that they have like a little bucket of beer and the ice in the beer was from the snow outside. <laughs> so those, so those, those guys are pretty cool, man. But uh, yeah, definitely shout out to Rock uh, Rock Power Report, uh, you know, especially Drew and Chris. Man, y'all are awesome. I definitely can't wait to see what kind of bills Mafia fans are coming down here. Um, I'll be excited to see if someone gets thrown to a table for sure.
1: Yeah, it, it was, uh, you know, they were, they, they, everyone's definitely optimistic. They're kind of in the same boat we are. Uh tale of two QBs is what I'm calling this playoff game. It's just which one shows up, you know, and um, diehard Bills fans, but at the same time, very optimistic. And, uh, I mean, I think Drew even said he wanted to take their offensive coordinator and burn him at the stake or... Jeez. Or what he did. No, he said he would rent the moving van to get him out of there. Right, that,
0: that was it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> and,
2: and, and he said he
1: was going to murder him also. Say, <laughs> <So, laughs>
0: so, moving said that van, several times. The moving van thing is a little bit more innocent. The other one is murder. So <laughs> there's a difference. Um, no, I mean they definitely sounded uh, pretty passionate about it. And Derek, I maybe it was you that mentioned it a couple times about Bill's mafia uh, being crazy. Maybe it was both of you. But like, what's what's the deal with them? Is that just essentially like the Bills version of the Bold City Brigade, or is it more intense, or, or what's the, the scoop with okay, that? I,
1: I I got a few friends that are heavily involved in uh, BCB, Bold City Brigade. Uh, nothing against you guys. You guys do a great, great pre-game like pep with the fans, you know, that, that go out to where your tailgate is and contribute. But I'm sorry. Until I start seeing people suplexed off tables and thrown through barbecue grills and fighting with each other what? over <laughs> parking lots and Man, it, it, I, I've seen all kind of stuff over the last three years with Bills Mafia. Th- those are some crazy individuals, man. Crazy.
2: Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm excited about going to the game on Sunday. Um, more importantly, the tailgate. Uh, so if anybody is BCB is listening, 7 a.m. Uh, we're gonna get it cracking, get it started out there. But it it'll be very interesting to see. Uh, you know how crazy our fans get and how crazy their's uh, theirs get also. Um, there's a lot of similarities with Buffalo and like the city of Jacksonville, uh, you know, the quote unquote, the other city in the state of New York and you know Florida respectively. Um and I mean, they haven't been in the playoffs in seventeen years we haven't hosted a playoff game in 18 years so there's a lot of like crazy correlations um but it all boils down to um who's going to drink more on sun, on on sunday will will it be uh will it be the circle up uh, at bold city brigade or are we going to get uh outdone by some bills mafia guys which i highly doubt um you know first playoff game here in 17 years uh, it, it'll be great
0: I mean, you're talking about them filming a podcast where they drink like eight beers during the entire course of the podcast. I don't know. I think it's a pretty good competition, right?
2: If if I didn't have anything to do on the like, if I didn't have to go to work, <laughs> I, I probably could smash eight eight beers in hey, forty five minutes. He, he really?
1: bragged that he had to be to work seven thirty in the morning. So Drew, so hey, man. Wow. and drive and and
2: so, drive, yeah. <laughs>
1: I will have to call them out though, because those beers I would never seen
2: them before, and it probably looked like old school. So <laughs> so just...
0: Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> I don't think that counts. Then, um, yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's pretty funny. Um, so, is it going to be? And this is the last thing on this, but really, is is the Bills Mafia BCB thing? Is that going to be kind of a friendly thing, or is it going to be like some of the videos we saw with the Jacksonville fans up in Tennessee getting punched in the face?
1: World star! <laughs> <laughs>
0: What jerks, you know what I mean? Did you see that video? I think that was with the BCB guy that we interviewed that one time, wasn't it?
2: Uh, Yeah, it was with Cap. And I mean, that's what happens, man, when you go into enemy territory. um, You know, he held his own, but... He did, actually. I mean, I've I've seen that happen, you know, plenty of times, and it sucks. But, you know, you just hope that we can uh, try to keep it as nonviolent as possible. I'm not a promoter of violence or anything else like that. But if you do hear World Star and... Uh, you are not getting hit in the face. Please pull your phone out <laughs> and, uh, and and make sure that we we. Have, no, I'm just joking. But no, it'll it'll be it'll it'll be a good time, man. It'll be it'll be some crazy stuff for real.
0: Yeah. So the tickets, uh, something we were kind of uh, talking about through text message earlier. You know, everybody. I feel like a complete idiot, by the way. I really feel like when they opened up the additional ticket purchases for season ticket holders, I should have bought some and just sold them. I know that's horrible, but I, there's so many people that did that. Because the prices right now are just crazy. Have you guys pulled up like StubHub or, or Ticketmaster or wh- wherever it is that you can jump on to see what the prices are looking at right now? Because I've heard they're like maybe double, triple face value at this absurd.
1: point. Absurd, absurd. Um, on the NFL uh, ticket exchange, I saw two in the nosebleeds, which are where the tarps were actually four twenty five a piece, like four hundred two or something like that.
0: For tarps, yeah,
1: four four twenty five a piece. I'm not exactly sure if they were. I, I didn't really, you know, do w- whatever to make sure that it was where the tarps were, but it was up there. It was like f- five rows from the last row, and they were trying to sell them on the exchange for four twenty five a piece. I'm sitting there like, that's just, come on, it, come on, man. It's uh,
2: it, it's it's crazy. I mean, especially with the two ninety for standing room only. Wow, like just to get just to get into the gate. And granted. A lot of people are gonna go to the bud zone. A lot of people are gonna go to the party deck. They're gonna go down to the cooler or the other place where you can watch the game. There's a lot of vantage points to where you can watch the game, which makes it really cool when you are, uh, you know, when you pay to get in to have those different places. But I mean, that's just crazy that you're gonna charge 290 and almost guaranteed to be standing in the bud zone um, and, and just to be inside, which is it's, it's going to be nuts. I mean, max capacity, and then I think today. They like uh, just a few like an hour ago. Basically, um, Tad Dickman came out and said they're gonna uh, offer some more tickets tomorrow at oh. three p.m. There's some more tickets that are gonna be able to go to sale, um, which I don't know where they came from, but it's literally gonna be max capacity on Sunday, um, six upwards to almost seventy thousand people there. I, I mean, the only thing I could probably compare this to is like Monster Jam. <laughs> <camp.
0: laughs> uh, I don't know what to make it. Uh, I just hope, and I know you mentioned people going to the different areas in the stadium. I just really wish everybody goes to their seats. I just want to see the the stadium really, really looking full and nice on TV. You know what I mean?
2: That's the key. That's the key. Getting there um, at at, at kickoff or, you know, right before, maybe an hour before kickoff. Because the Seattle game, I went and I left my tailgate at, like, Maybe 3.55, 4 o'clock, 4.25 kickoff, so I figured I'd be there in time. Dude, I didn't get into the stadium until like seven minutes left into the f- first quarter. Oh, wow. So it is, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be crazy. I mean, like I said... Almost seventy thousand people, and if you've ever been to Monster Jam, you know you know how uh, uh, how packed that stadium can get. And it's kind of sad that we're we're comparing it to you know a monster truck event. But I mean, hey, that's the only thing. I mean, besides that, we're Florida, Georgia, which I'm never really make it to anyway because I'm always pretty inebriated by the time it even <laughs> starts. So um, yeah. Monster Jam is the only thing I can compare it to.
0: Well, I mean, I would say PSA for people that are attending the game. This one you might want to get to the gate at like eleven forty five. Just, I mean, there's stuff to do around the stadium. You don't have to go directly to your seat, so I definitely would recommend that because, like you said, it, it gets crazy. I mean, the 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 way they facilitate people through the checkpoints and everything is just really bad too. I hope they open up some more spots for next season, especially if we have more ticket holders at that point. Um, but yeah, the ticket prices are going through the roof. I think I got a uh, a direct message from an honor rose kid that was trying to sell me his ticket for like a thousand dollars. So
3: um, I don't
0: know. <laughs> that comes with the bright did it come come with a (laughs) t-shirt it's about to say (laughs) i don't know if it comes with the bright colored t-shirt or not uh and i'm just kidding i don't even know if they're invited to this game probably not right they don't get the premium uh playoff tickets right
2: nah (laughs) <laughs> it's re- re- regular season only. You got you got to go to school the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, Um Not doing drugs and uh, bad things is only good for regular season tickets. Not no playoff tickets. Um, okay. So the one thing that I am kind of worried about with the tickets being sold, and, and I don't know if there's any numbers out there, uh, you know, related to this. And one of the things I would have been worried about if I did buy some extra tickets to sell is the number of Buffalo fans. I mean, do they travel pretty well? Are we going to expect a pretty big presence there? Uh, inside? I expect to see some. Some Buffalo fans in the crowd. Um, You know they're a
1: passionate group. It's been a long time. It's cold as all get out up there right now. Plus, like JK Three said earlier, the snowbirds, snowbirds are already here in Florida. So I expect to see some Buffalo fans. Uh
2: yeah. I mean, they seventeen year playoff drought. You're talking about a team that's lost what like four Super Bowls there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and four. something like that. Yeah. I mean, they, they they're a passionate group. They're a passionate bunch. Um, the, I mean the fan the they, they sent a letter to the Bengals thanking them for getting them into the playoffs and they're sending Buffalo wings. You got people going to Andy Dalton's, um, his foundation, and donating like $100,000 in 24 hours to just because they're in the playoffs. This is their Super Bowl. I mean, they haven't been to the playoffs in, in 17 years. Um, the season has been ups and downs, so they went from benching Tyrod Taylor to putting in Nate Peterman, who's a Jacksonville uh, uh, native, Also, to, you know, everything with with, uh, Shady McCoy, to Kelvin Benjamin. So they've had a bunch of up and trading Marcel Darius. They've had a bunch of up and downs. And this is just the culmination of their season, man. They're in. And with the playoffs, the cool thing about it is records don't matter. Like, it's it's win or go home. And I I expect nothing but uh, a bunch of Bills fans out there with their crazy uh, pants. (laughs) Uh, I expect to see a bunch of Thurman Thomas jerseys, a couple Jim Kelly jerseys. (laughs) I mean, man, it, 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 it's going to be crazy.
0: You know what I was shocked about listening to that podcast? And, again, I definitely recommend you guys listening to it. It's always fun to hear, like, other fans, like, non-Jaguar fans' perspective, like, on our players. So, Paul Pazlusny, they seemed really down on from when he was there to, to now. Blake Bortles, they seemed to think was awesome. And Tyrod Taylor, they seemed really down on him, too. And, I mean, those are kind of like the opposite of what I would think that their opinions would be.
1: Well, when you look at the grand scheme of what their you know uh, team has been through over the years, uh, when Paz was there, they were on, he was probably on some really bad teams. And so, you know, it leaves a bad taste in their mouth. Uh, Bortles, you know, had three weeks where he really lit it up and then, you know, snapped back to reality. Here we are limping into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, but they definitely, you know, realize that, you know, it's not going to be easy either. Just like we know it's not going to be easy and uh, as fans. And I tell you what, in talking to them, not only while we recorded, but also before we recorded, um, they're definitely very worried about our secondary. Extremely worried about that with Tyrod. Tyrod doesn't throw many picks, but, you know, he, he's a... Uh, Jalen's not going to be afraid of Jalen Ramsey's not going to be afraid of Kelvin Benjamin. You know, I don't even think Benjamin starts, but it, you know, doesn't matter. They're definitely worried about that.
2: My thing is, I don't know. So if if let's just assume uh, McCoy does play, right? He's obviously on a bad ankle, and that's really you know pretty much what they have on their offense. I mean, they're not slouches, but like you said. Tyrod doesn't turn the ball over. Uh, I don't know if he doesn't turn the ball over because they don't really pass that much or is he just that smart with the ball? But eventually in order, and I hope the Jaguars can put him in this situation to where they're down and he's got no choice but to throw the ball because, you know, running the ball is something that you do to kind of conserve the clock and you kind of control your game uh, that way. So if this team is up 14-0, Tyrod's going to have to throw the ball and then hopefully that plays right into the defensive Mm -hmm. strengths.
0: Mm -hmm. It should. I know. I I know a lot of fans, and I was kind of in this boat, too, just from a you know, from the perspective of, I guess, the team's records more than anything. A lot of fans were, were feeling fortunate that we ended up with Buffalo as the team that we slotted up against. But I know, JK3, kind of when we were chit-chatting before, uh, you seem to think that it might not be kind of the, the walk in the park or the cakewalk that a lot of people think it might be.
2: Nah, man. I mean, because it, it's the playoffs, dude. It's just one of those things where you, you, you win and your record is out the window. What you did all season is out the window. Everything is gone. There's no more power rankings or anything else like that in the NFL. There's no more, you know, stats. All the awards have been given out. People, all of their incentives and things like that uh, for the season have gone out. Now it's literally: is your team better than the next team? That that's what it boils down to. And when your back is against the wall and your team has either limped into the playoffs like the Jags have, or your team has won four out of the last six games like Buffalo, those guys aren't going to come down here thinking that it's a cakewalk. They're going to come down here thinking, I'm getting out of the the, the blizzard, and hopefully we line up and play 60 minutes with a team, 100-yard field, and they put their pants on just like we do. And the same thing with the Jags. Hopefully they come out ready to go, okay, we got the last two losses out. We limped into the playoffs. We're in right now. Hopefully, we can go on a four-game win streak and, and end this up in, uh, in, in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, that's something in professional sports, too, that is very common is that teams that peak really early in the season, it's too early. They don't usually do as well once the playoffs come around, and that's the thing that scares me most about this game is just generally speaking, like you said, Buffalo's been really hot. Their excitement is through the roof. They got the viral video of the players uh, cheering from just barely sneaking in. And meanwhile, I mean, last time we recorded, I think, was uh, prior to the uh, 49ers game. So we've we've uh, not only gotten the beatdown in San Francisco, but we also had that uh, uh, great loss in Tennessee. So, I mean, from that perspective, Derek, what do you think? Do you think that matters at all? Is it kind of reset uh when it comes on Sunday or is that going to ring true like it does mostly in professional sports that you you either are hot when you get in and do well or if you're not you're pretty much done for
1: yeah it really depends I mean there's been no you look at the teams across the board as far as you know the NFC and AFC there's been no real hot team that's come into the playoffs Um so it's kind of up in the air we lost the last two but we were on a pretty good run before then um, San Francisco, they, they're beat, they were beating up on everybody since Jimmy Garoppolo took over and, you know, it starts over from here, you know, so it's a mindset, you know, Marone's done a great job of changing the mindset of the team, you know, taking the passion and harnessing it into a great product on the field. And so hopefully they're able to do that. You know, Buffalo, their, their defense has been terrible. Um, absolutely terrible. Like JK three said, you know, season starts over because of the playoffs. Buffalo gave up the most rushing touchdowns this year, 22. Hmm. And they gave up the most first downs, 121. As soon as he said that, I said, let me look this up really quick. And I found that stat to be alarming. But I guarantee you, we won't see that on Sunday. Okay, they're going to sell out. They're, they're going to go with the game plan that everybody else and every other player in this league thinks. You don't have to be a football coach to know what Buffalo is going to do. They're going to put eight in the box. Sometimes nine, and they're gonna make Robbie Blake Bortles throw the ball. Okay? For you Yeah, <laughs> he caught him yeah. by the government wait government <laughs> on him. Okay. Hopefully, if he ever hears this, I doubt he ever will. But if he ever hears it, hopefully he gets mad. <laughs> Old Robbie, Blake <laughs> Bortles, okay? You're gonna see eight, nine in the box, and you're gonna have to throw the ball for them to win the game. Buffalo is not gonna let N- Leonard Fournette, they're not gonna let TJ Yeldon, and they're not gonna let Chris Ivory beat them at all. No, it's just that he's going to have to win by throwing the football. We know he's capable of that. We know Hackett's capable of drawing up a game plan to do that. But now they got to go out and execute. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see because I, like you he, like he just mentioned, they they know
2: that, uh, you know, Fournette is going to be coming. I know we're going to get a heavy, heavy run offense. So it's really our fate is kind of in Bortles and, you know, three rookie receivers. I, I don't know if Marquise Lee will play. Uh, he, he's questionable right now. But on the same thing with them, don't know if um, Shady McCoy is going to be able to play. But it's just one of those things where we've literally got three rookie, rookie wide receivers. And, you know, how, how are we, we going to do it? I mean, you got Keelan Cole. You've got D.D. Westbrook. And, uh, you know, we've got Mickens right now. Th- those are for sure going to play. But I mean, it's just got to be something where we got to go in and kind of get them off balance uh, and, and definitely, you know, just just at least try to try to try to win it out. I mean, that's what we have to do. Just try to grind it out. Um, back to what you mentioned. Rushing is probably going to be the key or one of the keys probably. But I know they're probably game game planning and scheming for the rushing attack that we're going to bring.
0: So assuming they, they put everything towards shutting down the run, both of you seem like the fate in, in the game, like you said, is going to be in Blake Bortles' hands. So is he going to do it? Do you think we can pull it off?
1: Um, It depends on the uh, – I know the game plan. You know, Hackett, I, I said this on Rock Pile last night, he's done a great job at simplifying it, making it easy. Um, he's been able to make adjustments. Uh, hopefully he's got some adjustments in his back pocket that we haven't shown this year. That they may be able to, you know, exploit Buffalo, especially in the passing game, get some rhythm throws for him, uh, get him out of the pocket, get him comfortable uh, with those throws. So uh, I- I'm hoping that he will, but if, if I was a betting man, uh, it's 50-50 it's
0: it's you know it's well, really 50-50 if it's 50-50 is that the is that the difference between winning and losing
1: that is the, di- the difference between winning and losing but w- rarely do you ha- rarely do you face a team in the playoffs that has the same problem that you do okay mm-hmm. <laughs> now if shady was playing you know they said he may play he won't be 100% cuz he won't be able to cut I'd be very afraid of what Buffalo could really do on counter plays with us, with our defense being so one-minded of you know slam one way and just go the other way. But um, it, it's it's gonna be it, it's so fifty-fifty. It's not even funny. I think the game the game's gonna be decided by a field goal. Okay, you know I, either, either that or or the defense yeah. the, the defensive yeah, touchdown. That's true too. Yeah, yeah,
2: D- defensive touchdown. That's the only way. That's the only thing that I can really. Count on that may happen. Strip sack by Ngakwe, pick six. Telvin, uh, you know, something. Something from the defense is going to have to happen for them to really get up and get comfortable. Um, and that's just because of what we've seen here in the last couple of weeks. I don't know if they just don't want to put anything on film or don't want to put too many things on tape mm-hmm. for teams to, to kind of scheme against or anything. But like we mentioned on Rock Power Report, the only routes that we've really been able to see, you know, Bortles hit on are, are you know, the the crossing routes, uh, a a go route to Didi, um and a screen to to Mercedes mm-hmm. Lewis. I mean, that's really what what we're looking at. So, I, it all just depends on you know how how honest Buffalo's defense is and how we we try to keep them and I mean, that that's pretty much it. I hope to see a little bit of read option, but offensively, I really think that We're just gonna get what we've been seeing all year, and defense is gonna really, you know, kind of keep us in the game and do what they've done all year, and that's win games for us.
1: And Tyrod doesn't turn the ball over much either, so you got to give him that. You know, I think he had like 14 touchdown passes. I'm not sure exactly, and he had like eight interceptions. I think he's got six or seven rushing touchdowns too. So it's not, you know, he doesn't really stick out on a stat sheet. But he never kills Buffalo. He just doesn't help their cause when they're falling behind quickly. The Jags really, yeah. it, really, if they, if fans want to see the Jags, you know, win and not be so drawn out, they better jump out to a fourteen nothing lead quickly. Like really, get out there and get after them
0: seems to me that psychologically it's going to be really important for Blake to have a good game uh, if we win so that we have a little bit of momentum on his side going into the next game. Where is it? Pittsburgh, I guess, if we do Uh, pull off a win. Is that where we're going? Not
1: only is that where we're going, but Roethlisberger and the rest of that Steelers team, they all pick Jacksonville. They want to play us again. And guess what? As much as, oh, we picked them off five times. Trust me, we are not going to see Ben Roethlisberger like that, like he was whatever it was two months ago. That's not the Roethlisberger yeah. we're gonna see. Okay, it's gonna be like turn back the clock to when they won the Super Bowl. He's gonna try and carve us up. And usually, when you say, "Well, we got the defense, we got the corners," you know, we ain't scared. Bring it. You don't mess with a quarterback that's got two Super Bowls and especially in the playoffs. You know, do we? Could we do it again? Sure, we can. But now he's motivated. He's not gonna be caught off guard. So. Uh, as much as I, you know, we can't look past Buffalo, and you know, teams not looking past Buffalo as fans, we shouldn't look past Buffalo. But if if we make it to uh Pittsburgh, uh, eh, that's gonna be another fun one,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I don't even want to look past Buffalo, man. Um, I, I literally just want to go out, uh, establish dominance up front, put the defense on the field first, whatever they do. If they win the coin toss, put the D on the field, get the crowd into the game early. Um, and just literally just make it a nightmare uh you know for, for Tyrod Taylor and you know some of the offensive linemen and, and and just literally just gotta pound these guys into the ground, make a statement. Um the thing that pisses me off about the NFL too and I, I can't really it can't really upset me, but it does is how everyone's jumped off the Jaguars bandwagon. And now Buffalo has become like the darling of the NFL because they got in. So now you got that plan. And I think that'll probably play a little bit of, um, you know, off of us. Like the pressure's off of Jack, right? Yeah. It's on Buffalo. Now, absolutely. Buffalo's got to win. Buffalo's got to win this. Now you got the national media. You've got that viral video going around now. You, you gotta win this game. As, as far as Jacksonville goes, the heat's off of us now, and we're kind of back under that radar that we, we started off in the middle, you know, to the, um, beginning, the middle of the season. Um, and so now it's just one of those things. Now we gotta go out and get the respect. If we do beat Buffalo, okay, we do beat them, catapulted back into the national spotlight, uh, going, going to, to, to Pittsburgh. Um, if we do beat Pittsburgh, then it's going to, to the GOAT. Uh, and the, which I which I do not want to mention his name, but
1: we ain't even we ain't even bringing that up. Not, no, we yeah, don't even go, to the go. There, Okay, that's pretty, people, as we make it through the the tournament, as Coughlin calls it, we're gonna focus on Buffalo, and then if we win, we'll turn our tables to the yellow and black. If by some miracle we make it to the next round, that's when we'll talk about that, and everybody just better get your lucky rabbit's foot, your four leaf clovers, and and pray.
0: So. So, you guys are talking about the Patriots, right? Yeah. No. no. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, even yeah, him. no. The, the, uh, hey, but is, could there be a scenario? How crazy it would be if there was a scenario where we played the Titans in the AFC Championship game, a la 1999? It's possible. I'd rather take the Patriots, honestly. <laughs> I mean, how... If we think about... And this is getting way ahead of ourselves. But think about if we went to the AFC Championship <laughs> game and lost to the Titans. I mean, I might have to do something it, it'd be here yeah, it'd, it'd be, be here Jacksonville yeah. so that, that happened which is that,
2: that <laughs> we have we'll have that to our strength like, <laughs> I mean yes. man even even talking even even going back to like last week when we played the Titans another reason why I'm so not confident or not I don't want to say not confident but not as a shoe in that we're going to go to Pittsburgh or not like looking past Buffalo is because the offense was just absolute trash on on on, on on, on Sunday, like literally. And one of the things that Blake, Blake has kind of hit check marks every, every, um, every, every uh, game or kind of not every game, but he's hit various check marks throughout the season. Excuse me. We wanted to see him play turnover free football. We saw him play turnover free football Wanted they see him hit the deep route. We saw him in Seattle when he hit the deep route, hit a couple things. Now it's like, can this guy get us a fourth quarter victory? We gave him the ball back twice in the fourth quarter and squandered it away. Absolutely squandered away, and we got, and we're talking about Cyprian and Adoree Jackson. You know, here, I mean, Adoree Jackson. Don't get me wrong, he he is he's a great corner, you know, but they were out there making the dog plays, the plays that the Jaguars defense normally makes. Yeah, you got a guy that, who caught a fifteen yard crossing route, but you know what? I'm going to go ahead and grab him and punch the ball out, and we're going to get the defense. They were just hungrier than us, and that's the thing that really upsets me about the Jags of the last couple of weeks, man. I haven't seen anybody on offense as hungry. Our de- our our sole touchdown, our sole touchdown came from the defensive touchdown where Ngakwe took the ball like seventy yards, which was a miscommunication between Derrick Henry and Marcus Mariota. Right. That that's the only Fluke. thing we got.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. fruit play. I think too, as a as a as a as a fan, and you know you know podcast, we do this because we we love the team and those players. They should you know they should love the game. If I'm Bortles. Now is the time you can shut people up, okay? All your critics, fans, us, coaches, you know, for opposing teams, players in the media calling you trash and and whatever else, now's the time you can really tell people to shut up, okay? Because once you you get to the playoffs and then you start winning games in the playoffs, that's an area where there's a lot of players in this league, they haven't been, okay? Okay um like most people would say let's just throw this out here for instance the the quarterback that got the bills into the playoffs Andy Dalton most people would say he's a franchise quarterback can anybody count how many playoff games Andy Dalton's won one maybe two at most right you know I don't know the exact stat point is he still gets respect but is he that much better than Bortles I don't think so you know, I wouldn't take him on my team if I was a fan. You know that half the Bengals fans want him out. So what I'm saying. Why do you know? Yeah, go just- ahead. So what I'm saying is now's the time where he can really earn his stripes right here.
0: Yeah. Why is it, by the way, that that he te- or tends to get? Disproportionate amount of hate because I mean Clowney, I mean guys specifically go out of their way to hate on him. I mean Clowney had his comment, other guys have had their comments. Darrell Casey had his comment. Of, I mean straight up, as long as Bortles is back there, if the game's in his hand, he's going to choke. I mean, what is it about him that that draws so much ire from these from these opposing players? I, it's so different than every other quarterback in the league. I don't ever see this with anybody. Because
1: if he was on any other team, he would be gone. One, two. Because of the situation with Kaepernick, you know they're they're sticking up for Kaepernick when they say things like that. That's another thing. Um, it, it, you really got to look at him. I mean, he's been terrible. He's been bad.
0: You know, he's taken. I know, but there's other quarterbacks that have been bad, and he he doesn't like actively but, trash talk uh, with anybody. You know, how many
1: of them are bad and still has kept their job?
0: I don't know. I guess. I mean, I was even looking at a Twitter feed uh, or a tweet the other day about like statistically, in different it was different categories, that he really, I mean, he's been bad, but he's been better than some guys out there that are oftentimes considered some of the top quarterbacks in some categories. And I don't know, it just seems really disproportionate, the amount of hate. Okay,
1: look it. at it this way. Brock Osweiler, right? He leaves Denver. He goes to the Texans, signs the big contract. It took them a year to figure out he was garbage, okay? And they were like, bye. He goes to Cleveland. Cleveland, how long did it take them? Like six games, he's trash. Now he's back in Denver and you know, he was trying to hype the team up on the sideline and nobody was responding. So they think he's trash. <laughs> yeah, I saw Their that. own team his own teammates.
0: Point is but he's the bounced di- the difference though Yeah, but the difference is, like, even Deadspin had an article today, and, like, a lot of the Jags players, Marone, uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, who was it, Brandon Linder, they're all coming to his defense. I mean, it's not like the team's against him. They seem like they're in his corner.
1: As rightfully, they should be, because that's their teammate. But what I'm saying is, you know, you talk about the product on the field. The product on the field has been bad, okay? It's been bad offensively. It was bad offensively last year, and it's been bad offensively for the last— six or seven years. I don't know. Um, But he has a chance. How many players can say, all right, I got, you know, a game, one game at a time up to four games that I can turn this around. Nobody can say anything about me ever again. If I go out and perform on the field, very few players get that chance and he's got it.
2: Yeah, I mean, and like you mentioned, man, it's just one of those things where the the defense or and everyone has to come to his to his um, to his defense because it's a band of brothers. I mean, you're not going to let the and it's kind of like family. You know, you can talk all the kind of crap you want about your brother and everything else like that. But if someone outside of your house. Talks crap about your brother. It's like, wait, hold on, No, nah, you're not gonna talk about my brother like that. This is how we're gonna do it. This is family, you know what I mean? Football's family with the Jags, so of course that's why it doesn't. You know, uh, no one is really going out and saying it. Another reason too why nobody's gonna go out and say it is because they don't want to cause that 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 drama in the mm-hmm. locker room. You know, you, you, we don't want to hear like uh, Landon Collins said Eli Apple was a cancer. You know that if 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 the Giants were even remotely relevant this year, you you know that wouldn't even be. Be said Um, same thing with all these other players that are hating on Blake. It's just one of those things where the most his 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 most productive season and, you know, up to this year basically was all the the touchdowns and stuff that he threw in garbage time. The game wasn't really in 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 reach. So, of course, he can throw all these garbage time touchdowns and everything else like that to a Rob. But now this is his season to kind of change that narrative. And like you mentioned, four games. Last four games, mm-hmm. records out the window, stats are out the window. It's put up or shut up time. That's what it is right now. So we need to see all the trick play. We need to see Bortles run. We need to see him throw. We need to see him make the decisions. We need to make, see him throw the ball away. And most importantly, we do not need to see him try to be the hero and fit the ball in a window that doesn't need to be, you know, fit in. It's just literally go out one by one, game by game, take what the defense is getting you. And and just make plays. So, what do you guys think about
0: that Blake Bortles facts Twitter
2: account? Have you seen that, man? That that's that's man. I, whoever's running that has got some some steel yeah. magnolias. <laughs> yeah.
0: That that they went after Jarrell Casey pretty that uh, pretty that it, there. that in <laughs>
1: the death wish. So, um, hey man, shout out to you for you know whatever it is that you do. But being a fan, but for what you said, I don't condone that kind of stuff right there, man. That's. <laughs> That's that's some serious low blows right there to be bringing up people's family like that. So, uh uh uh, no way, no thank you. I mean,
2: it, it, he he kind of lost he kind of lost my respect because some of the stuff was kind of cool because. He would say Blake Bortles has never thrown an interception in Mexico City. <laughs> it's like, okay, he's no duh, you know some of that stuff. But when when you come to the Jarrell Casey stuff, man, or, or talk about somebody's family members like that on, on factual stuff, man, that, that's just not uh, that, that's not cool. But yeah, I mean, other than that, ninety nine point nine of the ninety nine point nine percent of the stuff mm, is funny. Mm. <laughs> But 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 yeah, that one is just yeah, that was a low blow. I
0: think some of them like Blake Portals has no interceptions in all of twenty eighteen. Uh him and Tom Brady have combined for five Super Bowl championships or something like that. I just thought that was I like that account. But yeah, that that was pretty harsh. <laughs> I don't know if I can really uh I mean I've never brought up people's family before, but I remember us going pretty hard after Michael uh Bennett after that one game too. So uh, but I don't think we brought family into it. I don't think any No, did.
1: no, um, no. And what he said uh I can't no there's no can't do that man
0: yeah so that's pretty harsh so i guess uh coming up here uh just to kind of wrap up jk3 you mentioned that lenny curry's got some event going on this week is that like a fan event you can go to
2: yeah some something called the the bills busting bash triple b's big baller brand oh <laughs> hey, man. is that the sponsor oh that's the sponsor <laughs> triple b's big baller uh, brand stay in uh, your lane geez. stay in your lane um no it's, it's Bill, Bill's busting bash I, I I guess it's some kind of pep rally I mean it's gonna be at Daly's place doors open at four event starts at five so I have no idea what what Lenny Curry's got up his sleeve I know he's an avid Jay-z listener so hopefully we can all come in and listen to a little 444 uh you, you know it's kind of kind of fellowship, <laughs> talk about Jaguars football, drink, drink, drink cookies and punch, I don't know, <laughs> cookies and champagne, that's what it is, cookies and champagne, that's what uh, uh, you know. a lot of the BCB and a lot of Jack's Twitter, uh, we, we have on uh, on Sundays, a little cookies and champagne, so uh, I don't know, man, so hopefully it's a little pep rally, we'll probably see a performance from the D-line, Roar, Jacksonville, the usual suspects, and uh, just get ready for, for tailgate and get ready for the game on Sunday, man, I'm excited.
0: Yeah, Derek, have you seen the uh I think the other uh, Ball brothers, not Lonzo, but the other two. They're playing in like the uh, Afghanistan basketball league or something, aren't they? Did they <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I they I don't
1: think they have basketball in Afghanistan. <laughs> the <Lithuania, laughs> Afghanistan basketball league. You a trip. Oh, okay. Man, it, what a same it, thing. It, it, I mean, we're even I don't even know it, where it, that those is. those cats so. <laughs> would just go away. Um, we're getting off tangent here. You know, we're supposed to be talking football, <laughs> but the ball, they just need to go away. They're bad for the sport. They're, they're bad for everything. So I, I would, I would package them in with where I think the Kardashians need to be somewhere 50 feet on the ground. So, um, that that's all I got to say about wow. that. Dead? <laughs>
0: Dead? No, we're talking about harsh stuff about no,
1: family about I, didn't say, dead? I didn't say I didn't say it. I just said fifty feet underground. I, they could be alive. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just underground,
0: yeah. right? Please. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, okay. So uh just <laughs> I don't want to do predictions because I feel like it's corny, but uh are we feeling like we're pretty much gonna to move forward to the next round? I mean, I feel pretty confident. I, I think it might be close, but I feel pretty good that we'll be able to pull this one off. What do you guys
1: Lambeau think? Lambo is the man, clap your hands. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. It, it. The
2: only thing that's really keeping me confident, and I don't want to sound like a pessimistic or anything, but the only thing that's really keeping me confident is that our record, we kind of turned that around at home. So um, hopefully these guys can get it together, playoff football. Uh, we've got two uh, players on the on the roster, I think, that have uh, played in the Super Bowl or, know some, or have some playoff um, experience with uh, Malik and Calais. Tom, I'm pretty sure he's got some stuff uh, up his sleeve, uh, probably a advanced curfew. So everyone needs to be home by eight o'clock, well rested, uh, plenty of light and fluids. And <laughs> hopefully we can come out and, and,
0: and just, just take it to him on Sunday, man. All right. So we uh, will wrap it up there. Just a reminder, if you guys are able to, if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you can jump on there and leave us a rating and review. We're kind of stagnant, I think, right now. We haven't gotten one in like a week. Uh, so if you guys don't mind doing that, uh, first one, leave a five-star review. Gets two tickets to the game this Sunday. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> stop. <laughs> you better stop. Well, just kidding. They're going to be in your mentions. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, you get tickets to the, uh, the fellowship with Lenny Curry on Friday <laughs> or whatever that was. Um, <laughs> And really, uh, one other thing really quick I want to mention, uh, cause I know you guys are big into the, the merchandise thing. I went into one of the local sports shops here a couple days ago. They had some of the, uh, AFC South championship gear. Um, you know, it has the NFL label on it with the price tag usually. They had the little like red, like grocery store sticker over top of it for like probably 35% higher price for that stuff um not only that but you know the shirts like the king of the north or the king of the south and all that uh those cool custom shirts you see from that one guy on twitter i can't remember his name uh made by 10 yeah, yeah. yeah really good stuff i'm pretty sure they have like some rip-off versions of that in there
2: so i i'm glad you brought that up i, I really am <laughs> because i want to i want to address the 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 biters and for people that don't know what a biter is, it's basically when you come out with something and someone basically takes your idea and sells it as their own. There, if you're gonna buy something and you like the logo or you like what the person or the integrity that they've put into it, buy the original. If you like the Duval versus all y'all shirt, buy it from Duval till we die, originals.com. Do not buy it from any other source. Buy it from the original. Give the person the credit that they deserve and for the intellectual property and what they've come up with. That's just my whole take on it. I- I'm so tired of seeing all of the the I mean, I don't know. I can get go on, on a tangent about that, but buy 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 the original, man. Yeah. Step up and buy the original.
1: Yeah, I think I think think we were contacted by a couple of uh pretenders that said they came out with some uh, you know, slogans and brands for a couple different, you know, new new taglines that have hit the market lately. Not going to say who, but I do know one of the ones we were contacted by, they definitely were not the original because, <laughs> 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 um, so it, it just, you know, everybody's, it just haters, you know, a bunch of clowns, you know, same people trying to, you know, take our format, you know, different podcasts or whatever. Um, you know, Hey, if you people, you're not doing something right if they don't hate on you. So applause to your originals out there that are actually yeah. you know coming out with your own product
0: yeah i think the store uh, rhymed with uh Bort's drania so i don't know if you,
1: uh, <laughs> i had to put it two again. Two i don't
0: know if you've heard well, well, of well, well, i'll, I'll <laughs> tell
1: you some story i'll tell you some stories about that place <laughs> off air man yeah they're, they're definitely known for uh some gouging going over the suggested retail price of oh merchandise. trust me yeah,
0: i was i was there i mean it was horrible it was crazy um but uh yeah so anyway all right so we'll officially wrap it there and we will talk to you guys next time